This is Susan Wheelbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hello, Bright Soul. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. I want to start this thing off by saying I appreciate you. Thank you for showing up, and I mean it. I want to jump right into today's podcast topic because this is something that I feel I've been explaining a lot over the last month or so, and I felt like it was a really good time to just make a podcast and provide some clarity on this subject. So the first thing I want to talk about is what energy healing is. And energy healing is divine life force energy channeled through the hands. That's all it is in a nutshell. Energy healing practitioners have learned how to work with the energy centers in the body. A lot of energy healing modalities uh, focus on intuition. So tuning into a person intuitively and looking to see where there might be blocks. And they've learned techniques to clear those blocks and to run divine healing energy into the org field to help that person in every area of their life emotionally, spiritually, physically, all of that. So that is essentially what energy healing is. And there are so many different modalities and I've learned a lot of them. I started learning with Reiki and I went up the channels, became a Reiki master and Reiki sends energy. That's what it does. Um, and which I love, but I became interested in other modalities. So I learned many others over the years and went through their certification programs and just took little bits and pieces to blend them together into my practice to provide a nice, well-rounded experience for my clients. After all of these other things that I was learning, I started learning pranic healing. I love pranic healing. Pranic healing has a lot of clearing properties that I really like. And pranic healing and Reiki come from the same place. All of it is. It all comes from the creator. It's just ways in which we can pull it down and work with it. There are billions of people on the planet. So of course, there are going to be lots and lots of different ways and lots of things we can learn and incorporate, which is why we're here. So I've just remained open. And when I start to feel like maybe something else might come in, I explore that and I open myself like, okay, what's the next thing that I should learn? How can I provide more? Because I feel it's really important to stay current and to learn new things so that you can keep up with the vibrations that are shifting on the planet and so that you can best serve all clients. You know, every everybody comes in at a different vibration and a different level. So I just feel it's important to stay up on the practice. Years ago, I had a friend of mine say, you're kind of like a priest. You lay hands on people and you heal them. I said, that's exactly what it is. Unfortunately, a lot of people with a religious mindset are unwilling to understand that this healing energy is divine life force energy. It comes from God, from the creator. It comes from the highest of the high. The energy healer is just the conduit. So I'm not doing the healing. It's coming through me. An energy healer has just learned techniques and modalities, and they've learned ways to open themselves up to allow the energy to flow through them, and they've learned ways to direct it toward people, place, and things. So that's really what it is. And there are so many different modalities. I mean, I'm still learning. I've met people, I don't know, every year really that they, they say they do some energy healing modality, and I'm fascinated. I've never heard of it. I just, I just met someone, uh, I don't know, a month or two ago that does this different energy healing modality that someone channeled, and 
I'm, I set up a private session with her. I'm like, cool, let me, let me see it. Let me experience it because I feel as a practitioner, it's important to me first to support my field. And second of all, to keep my mind open. There's no possible way I could know everything. None of us can. There's billions of us here walking around doing things differently. And I feel one of the ways to keep current and to stay with your practice is to be open and learn. So that's what I do. So I'm making this podcast today. You may fast forward a couple months and I've incorporated a new healing modality into my practice. I trust where I'm drawn. So it's very intuitive for me. The other thing to keep in mind is that each individual energy healer will have their own unique spin on it. So I've had private clients that the first time they ever experienced energy healing was with me and I'm very intuitive. And so my intuition cannot be separated from energy healing. So I talk to my clients and I tell them what I'm getting and I get intuitive information that you would get in a reading and I really can't separate it because if I'm hearing it and I hear it a couple of times in my head, because, you know, that's one of the ways that I get intuitive information, I say it because I'm already connected and I'm channeling for you. So <laughs> I've had private clients go to just get a Reiki healing or either another energy modality healing. And they say, oh, and I was disappointed because they didn't give me any feedback or they didn't give me any information because they're used to the way that I do it. And so what I say is like, we're all individual people. We come in with different unique gifts. So even if we learn one modality, we're still, it's still coming through that person. I've also received healings from people where I didn't really feel anything. It wasn't very powerful. And I've received energy healings from other people where I felt like it was really powerful. And hey, they're channeling it through their body. So it's like, how are they taking care of their body? Are they meditating? Are they clear? You know, how, how up are they on the practice? Are they doing it just here and there? Are they practicing regularly? All those things go into the energy healing and I've learned this through practice and through experience and through talking to other people who do the same work that I do. So it could be different every time and it can be different with different healers. Everybody has their own unique handprint or footprint or whatever you want to say, thumbprint. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone's going to have their own unique spin. So that's energy healing. So if you feel like you're unbalanced, if you feel like something is off energetically, because if you're listening to this, chances are you're energetically sensitive. And so you probably would like to, you, you can feel it. You can feel it when you go off. And if you can't fix it on your own, that's the time to work with an energy healer. And it's, you know, I do these mini healings on YouTube and I love doing them, but that is not a substitute for a private session. I get private sessions on a weekly basis. There's no way that I can output as much as I do without making sure that I'm crystal clear. And I clear myself and I do healings on myself, but I still need someone else to look at areas where I may have missed or just to give to me. It's nice to have another person co-create and work with you to help you be the best version of yourself. So when you're energetically sensitive and you feel yourself off, that's the time to work with a private practitioner. Yes, go on YouTube. Lots of people do free healings on YouTube and receive it, but there's no substitute for someone directing all of that energy that they're pulling down and directing it right at you for your individual issue. And if you're working with someone that's intuitive, you may get some information in some areas where you need to tweak. So th that's the way that I do it. And so you can take that for whatever it's worth and see if it applies to you. The second thing is readings. Every once in a while, I'll get a brand new client that says, I just want a reading. I don't want a healing. And I really insist that they get a healing because here's what I found to be true. 
you need a healing more than you need a reading, <laughs> okay? Because when you need a reading, and I also get readings, I have a person that I trust that I allow to do readings for me, and I have to support that field as well. So I get readings, but I am very particular about who I would get a reading from. And I have a certain mindset that I'm going to share with you when I get the reading. So here's the deal. If you sit down to get a reading and you are typically when someone needs a reading, they're emotional, they're charged. I'm charged when I get a reading because there's a situation they're uncertain about, they're upset about something, they need answers. And so your energy field is all jacked up when you sit down in that state. I have not ever sat down to give a reading to someone and seen that they were crystal clear energetically. You're not because you're stirred up. And so the way that I have found to, to really remedy this and get a person to be able to receive the message is I will clear their auric field first. So I will use the techniques that I have learned to pull things out of their auric field. So that way there aren't all of these bouncy layers going on that we have to hit through in order for them to get the information and for us to get a clear reading. Because let's just say, for example, you have a ton of cords because you've been trying to find information or you've been around people or you're just ungrounded. And I give you a reading. My reading with you will be so scattered. You won't be able to figure out what is what because you've got all these energetic leaks and cords. So that's why I will insist that you first do at least a little bit of a healing. And I've had a couple of clients that didn't want a healing at first. And then I insisted that we do a little bit. And we have noticed over time how much more direct and clear their reading is. Because if you just sit down messed up and you get the reading, let's just say we do the reading. We didn't do a healing because I've done that too. The person is still scattered and they can't stay on task during the reading and they don't want to receive the information. And it just is not effective. So that is why I do combination sessions. So if someone really wants a reading, I think they should also get a healing. And any of my private clients that are listening, you know, I'm very good about watching the time and making sure we can still answer your questions. It doesn't have to take long. I can take maybe five to 10 minutes of a half hour session and do a really beautiful healing and sweeping on you. And, you know, our intent isn't to go deep, but just to get off the layer so you can hear. Readings are a snapshot in time. Readings tell you what exists in energetic potential. There is no such thing as fortune telling. I do not fortune tell. And it kind of irritates me when people say, I want you to tell me what's going to happen in the future with this. Now, how would I know that? <laughs> how would I know that? Because you are an individual and you are going to go with your free will and make choices. I could give you information and you could hang up the phone and go do something that changes the outcome because we have free will choice and we are powerful co-creators. So the way that I do my readings is that I make sure I'm clear, that I don't have any cords, that I'm completely channeled, I'm open, I'm connected to you on a soul level, and I just pay really close attention to the information I'm getting for you on your behalf. And I tell my clients, if it doesn't resonate with you, let it go. Don't harp on it and water the seed because everything exists in energetic potential. So if I say something, I'm interpreting. I'm getting blocks of thoughts and information and I'm interpreting it for you. So if it doesn't feel right or resonate, let it go. Because the worst thing you can do is grab onto it and water it and worry it. And now you've messed up your energy field too because you're worrying and worrying over what was said. And 
let me tell you, I've done this. I've done this. I've gotten readings with people before and they say something that really bothers me and it sticks in the back of my head. And that's why I get energy healings <laughs> because I need that to be yanked up and taken out of my energy field so that I can return to balance. So I really believe that they need to be done together. And I'm not saying the same person has to do it because to be honest with you, I don't know anybody else that does them both. And I don't, I don't have anybody else doing both for me. I have two separate people. I go to one person for a reading now and again, and I get healings every week and I do healings on myself. I really feel that those two modalities need to be worked together. The other thing I'll say about who you choose to get a reading with, if that person does mediumship or any other type of energetic differences, there's a difference because I can do mediumship, but I don't like doing mediumship and I don't advertise it anymore because that's not my specialty. I did not like the energy of mediumship. Um, it's hard for me to explain. It's a beautiful gift and I so respect and love those that do it. And I've went to mediums before, so it's great. It's just not for me at this time. My clients will tell you sometimes someone from the other side will show up in a reading or a healing and I'll let them know that, but I don't seek it out. So that's the difference there. But here's the thing. If that person that's giving that reading has a ton of cords on themselves because of all of the readings they're doing or what they're connecting to or their energy isn't that high, all of that energy can come in. And so who knows what you're getting? <laughs> Just And I feel like it's a little bit of an energetic transfer. So I always say, if that person is giving you the EBGBs or you feel like, oof, this energy is kind of low, don't get a reading from that person. Don't just don't do it. And and I've had people say, oh, you know, I got a tarot reading because it was just for fun. And it was at a craft fair. And, um, you know, and it it just didn't feel right. Or the person was dark. Now, why in the world did you sit down and do that? <laughs> we live in an energetic world. Trust your intuition. If the energy feels lower or dark, don't listen. Now, let's say you sat down and you got an energy healing from someone whose energy was dark and it left you feeling slimed or it left you feeling low or worried do an energy healing to clear it or do something else, you know, take a salt bath, do a meditation, ground yourself, cord cut, all of that, but just get it off and then move on. Because what you need to know is that I've had readings with some of the top people in the field and they haven't been right 100% of the time. And the reason for that is because maybe they told me something and I thought, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and I changed my behavior, which changed the outcome. So the reason that I personally get readings is because I want to see that little snapshot in time. Give me the picture of what's going on around me at this time. In the end, divine guidance and divine will is at play. So I'm not saying we can trump that, but I am saying that we are co-creators and we can do certain actions to help serve us and our highest good and to align with it. So that is the reason I do healings because if I'm feeling scattered, I mean, not healings, readings, I do healings regardless. And I know when I need a healing too, because I start I will start uh, feeling and sensing and getting information for people that are trying to cord me. So I will cord cut and I will contact someone to do a healing on me in case I missed any cords. Please go ahead and send me healing energy to blast me, keep me balanced, do lots of shields, all of that. For the reading, if something is bothering me about my interaction with someone else or and that's usually when I get readings because I want somebody else to intuitively look at how my behavior is affecting another person or how another person is coming into my experience and what I can do to shift my experience, if that makes sense. So um, when I get the reading, if they tell me things, 
that are just out there and don't make sense to me at all, I let it go. I don't hold that to them. They're interpreting it. So, you know, it's a co-creative thing. So I listen and the things that really resonate with me and things that I feel like I need to hear and they'll hit me in my soul and my gut. And I know that's my intuition confirming. I take heed and I will do whatever it is that they suggest if it resonates with me. And that way I feel like I got a divine counseling session and that's what it should feel like a divine counseling session. It's not someone telling you this is going to happen. You have no control over it. It isn't that way. The person that's doing the reading, a good reader. So this is the way that I do it. A good reader that is divinely connected, that does their spiritual work. They meditate. They are clear. They've cleared themselves. They've tuned in before you ever connected on the phone. They have your best interests at heart. They take this work seriously. They know that you are a divine loving soul and they are honored to channel for you, to connect with you. They want your trust. They respect your trust. If that person tunes in and channels, then you should be feeling like, I just had a counseling session with someone who wasn't connecting via my mind. It wasn't a mental session like it would be if you went to psychotherapy. But it was a spiritual session, and that's what it should feel like. And I feel like the best way to get that is with a healing and a reading. A lot of people just do healings with me, and all of the stuff, the divine healing and the divine counseling, all comes forward in that healing because I open myself to be a channel. The way that you would select a reader is look at their life, their spiritual practice. Do they meditate? Now, I'll tell you, I am so human. I am not perfect. My private clients will tell you, look, language doesn't offend me. It takes a lot to offend me. I was raised with two boys. I had older twin brothers. They were beat me up when I was in the military. I worked in supply. So we were around maintenance all the time and they cussed. It was just, I was, I've been in crazy environments. And so sometimes I slip up and cuss, not in a private session, unless I'm affirming something. Um, but you know, I, I'm a very human person. I'm not one of those people that's sitting under a tree in the lotus pose meditating all day. No, I'm a single mom. I live in the world. I like normal things just like everybody else. I'm doing my best to navigate and I'm doing my best to serve. And I'm trying my very best to heal old patterns and old wounds so that I can leave the world better than the way that it was when it was handed to me. And what I mean by that is teaching my daughter a better way to be basically spreading more love in the world than hate. But hey, I'm human. I have those experiences just like you do. And anyone that's worked with me privately will know that, yes, and I'm not judging anyone. I've been through some bad things. I've made bad decisions just like everyone else. But in the end, I believe that we came in the world, we incarnated, and we already intuitively on a soul level knew what we came here to learn and do. And we're just playing in it. We're playing in the matrix, the game of life. And so I'm not perfect, but when I'm going to select someone that does a reading for me, I want to see, I mean, I have the gift of being able to scan and tune in and all that, but I trust my intuition. I want to look at their life. I'm not going to someone that drinks all the time. I'm not doing it <laughs> because if they drink, that means that their channel is dirty. And I know I had someone on my YouTube channel a while ago trying to argue with me and saying I was judgmental about drinking. And I knew right then and there it's because that person drinks. <laughs> I just could see it. And also was defending drugs and things like that. And what that person didn't understand was that I'm looking at it from an energetic level. I'm not looking at it from a human level at that. I mean, I am human, but you know what I mean? I see it differently because of my experience and my training. 
And I know that someone that's drinking a lot, they have an alcohol problem, they're going to have lower energy stuck to them. Therefore, that lower energy is going to be talking in my reading and I'm not interested in that. (laughs) So, and again, I've shared in previous podcasts, I have a social drink sometimes. I may have a drink. I was just kidding with a client of mine last week that I have a two teaspoon limit of alcohol because I can't handle alcohol anymore. My body is too sensitive. The more you vibrate and the more you raise your vibration, the less your body and your soul is going to tolerate putting toxins like that into your body simply because it invites lower entities and it creates holes in your aura. And I know that sounds like airy fairy pie in the sky, weird stuff. I get it. I was raised in a regular family that didn't believe in any of this. So, you know, when I start talking about stuff like this, I'm looked at like an absolute alien. So I get it. I understand. And I know it sounds crazy to the regular mind in the 3D world. I get it. But I'm telling you, this stuff is real. And I've had to walk this out just like you are. I mean, these tips and tools and everything that I'm sharing, I had to learn it. I had no one showing it to me. I was a seeker. And I followed what I was drawn to. And if money is an issue with private sessions, there's lots of free healing clinics out there. But I will tell you, you really should invest. We pay for what we value. So the way that I see it is if you really want to get a private session with someone, the money will come because we will find a way. If you really want it, you'll find a way. And I just know that to be true. The other thing is, is that you have to understand Private practitioners have spent time and money and effort to learn modalities and skills, and they deserve a financial exchange. You don't go to the doctor expecting it to be free, do you? No, because you respect their education and their expertise, and you want to provide an exchange of energy. And in our world, that's financial exchange because that person has to eat just like you. And so you really have to shift your perspective on that if that is an issue for you. And that's what I did. And the more that I, I was struggling, really struggling. And I made, found a way and got my private sessions. And what I found is like when I send the energy out into the universe that this is important to me, I want to show that I'm serious about this healing work. I want to co-create with this person. I want to support the line, you know, the line of work the universe would reward me with being able to afford that and to give me a little bit more. It's all about your intent and what you value and where you're going to place your resources, your energy, and your attention. So with that said, let's do a healing. Let's just do a healing. And for this one, I would like to just send you healing energy because I think that fits for today. And if you can just uncross your arms and legs, I will go ahead and turn the energy on. And if something I said upset you, just let it go. Picking up a little bit of that with someone. So I'm sweeping you and sending the healing energy. just know I'm sharing what I've personally experienced. Everything that I've talked about, I've done. We teach what we need to learn. So that's why I'm so passionate about it. And I am grounding you. 
and I'm gonna run some shields too. I'm guided to do that. so it is. Thank you so much for listening to this. If you haven't left me a review on iTunes, please do so. If you can leave stars and a comment, that helps so much. I wish you so much joy and clarity and love. And I hope that this provided something that will help you and you can take with you. Know that I appreciate you and I'm sending you all good vibes. Have a good day and week. Take care. Bye-bye.